Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Live from the palatial yet not overly ostentatious studios of CBS Sports Radio here in beautiful New York City, sitting on top of the 10th floor, 345 Hudson Street. Welcome on in to a Thursday edition of the Zach Gelb Show across all the great local CBS Sports Radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 158, the free Odyssey app, and of course streaming on YouTube, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS is the number to jump on in, 855-212-4227. And you could always get at me on Instagram where I'm straight flexing or via the good old cesspool of Twitter at Zach Gelb, that's Z-A-C-H-G-E-L-B. Got Moist Mike, Stuart Kovacs rocking and rolling with me all the way up until 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk is going to stop by two hours from now at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Appreciate Bart Winkler for filling in yesterday for me uh, during the show, late in the show on Tuesday at about 5.30. My stomach started to hurt me. To just be fully transparent, I thought I just had to go to the bathroom. And little did I know, from about 8 p.m. to 2 in the morning, I was curled up in a ball, and uh, I was not feeling well, so I had to call out sick. I actually think that is the first time I've used a sick day since hosting here at CBS Sports Radio since I got COVID, and that was back in November or December of uh, 2021. It takes a lot for me to miss a a show during football season, uh, so I had to recharge the batteries, feel like a million bucks today and uh, ready to go. But it's never fun when you do get sick. But thankfully, it was only a 24-hour bug. And I'm just hoping we don't start dropping like flies around here. Because once you you get that stomach bug, you find out, oh, so-and-so had the stomach bug a week ago. And then, oh, another coworker got it the night before as well. And then you usually know how that works when germs start to spread around an office, especially when we're just such a close uh, tightly knit office like we are here at CBS Sports Radio inside the Odyssey family, also sharing the same space with WFAN. So I'm going to try to not yell today. I am going to try to be very calm, very patient, maybe be like J.J. McCarthy and be all about Zen. But there was a lot of yelling on Monday about the drama Dallas choking Cowboys. There was a lot of yelling on Tuesday after the Eagles put an embarrassing performance the night before and they quit in the wild card round up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that was my approach walking into the studio. And that's how I hope this show still goes. But the Dallas Cowboys, let me just flat out say it right out of the gate. They are making not only a mistake, they are making a massive mistake by keeping Mike McCarthy as their head football coach. And if you don't believe me, let's play you some audio right out of the gate. And this is what I think is going to make me just go absolutely berserk. And I'm going to try to be calm. I'm going to try to be patient. I'm going to try to just uh, speak very soft today. Because I do think like Jerry Jones or Jeffrey Lurie, they uh, put something in my food to make me get this stomach bug and have this problem of how much I've just been shredding their teams the last two days. 
But this is Mike McCarthy when they talk about his playoff record in Dallas. And this is just the laughable, jackassery, ridiculous quote from Mike McCarthy. We have established a, a you know a championship program. It's just not the world championship yet. Uh, we no, know yeah, how to win. Right. Uh, we know how to train to win. We have the we have the right people, um, but we have not crossed the threshold winning playoff games. And um, and it's extremely disappointing to be sitting here talking about it. Um, but you know, I, I know how to win, and and uh, we will get over that threshold. Uh, I have total confidence in it, and, and that's why I'm standing here today. Mike, you would have been better off just not doing the press conference. All right? You, you've, you've been brought back as the coach. You've been retained as the coach. You are not brought back on an extension. So you are a lame duck coach until told otherwise. It's put up or shut up time for the drama Dallas choking Cowboys. But to give the quote of, we have brought in a championship program or we brought in a championship culture, just not a world championship culture. What the heck does that mean? Seriously, what does that mean? A championship culture of what? This team, the farthest they have gone is the second round to the playoffs where they practically had a bye last year going up against an 8-9 and nine football team that won their division. So what championship culture have you brought? And I have been someone the last three years, more times than not, I have defended Mike McCarthy. I have told you in the public world of perception, Mike McCarthy is a better football coach than what he gives credit for and what he gets credit for. And Mike McCarthy has had three, three double-digit win seasons in his three years as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. But when you lose to the Green Bay Packers, and not only lose to the Green Bay Packers, but get annihilated, by the Green Bay Packers, and that's two out of three years of you being the head coach where your team just wasn't ready for a playoff game, if I'm serious about advancing this team and having this team take the next step to actually be a championship team, you got to get rid of Mike McCarthy, especially when there are, without a doubt, four better candidates currently that could walk in tomorrow with the Dallas Cowboys and give them a better shot than Mike McCarthy, Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, Pete Carroll, and yes, even Mike Vrabel, who I know Mike Vrabel has not won a Super Bowl, but he got Ryan Tannehill to be a quarterback of a team that had the number one seed, and then another year got them to an AFC title game. And the bar I'm not even setting is a high one for the Cowboys. All I'm saying is you got to get to an NFC title game. And this year, that was attainable. And this is an organization that has not been to an NFC title game, forget about a Super Bowl, but just an NFC title game since the 1995 season. And I don't want to pile on Jerry Jones today because I think Jerry Jones has put together a really good roster. And I think some of the takes and some of the thoughts about Jerry Jones are misconstrued. Jerry Jones as a general manager is not as bad as what you think. And Jerry Jones is not as impatient as you think. And we've talked about this. Like, McCarthy shouldn't be brought back, but I can't say it's surprising that the Cowboys took a deep breath and elected to bring him back. Because look how loyal they were to Jason Garrett before they finally said, enough is enough, we can no longer defend Jason Garrett being the head football coach of this team. And oh yeah, by the way, his contract did run out. But when I look at Jerry Jones, I've had this belief for a while 
and I think it's 110% true, Jerry Jones in this last 15, 20 years of being the Cowboys owner, and just that time period, he's not focused on winning another championship. Like, people could say, oh, Jerry wants to get another ring before he dies and all that. Jerry Jones is focused on headlines. Jerry Jones is focused on noise. Jerry Jones is focused on attention. Jerry Jones is focused on drama. That's what he is. I don't even think he gives a rat's ass about victories anymore. I think he cares more about the storylines and the off-the-field attention and the coverage of his team rather than the production of his team on the field. Because what Jerry Jones said after the game this past weekend and the tone that he gave after that game of shock, stunned disbelief, him being annoyed and him being upset is the complete antithesis of what the move was and what was announced yesterday that the drama Dallas choking Cowboys are bringing back Mike McCarthy. And Mike, you have been around this league way too long to get in front of a microphone after being brought back and had the audacity to think I'm stupid, to think the listeners are stupid, and also those cockroach Cowboy fans are stupid. Sometimes they are stupid. But when you say we have brought a championship culture, just not a world championship culture, what the bleep does that, like, what does that mean? That is one of the dumbest things I have ever heard a football coach say. And trust me, there is a lot of stupid things that football coaches say when they are losing to try to justify their losing. You would have been better off just not doing the press conference. You're, you're basically spitting in our faces and trying to tell us something is reality and something is true when we know it's fake, when we know it's false. It's kind of like that person that knows they have to lose like 45 pounds, and I've been in that spot before. And a relative goes, oh, you look good. And you know that you haven't been cutting the weight, but you go, yeah, I've been really working hard at the gym. I I've created a really healthy lifestyle. I brought a healthy mindset to, to the new Zach Gelb or something like that. But when you step on the scale, the results are the results. And, I and I've been there. I I've lost uh, 75, 80 pounds in the last three, four years. There's been times family members say, I look good, and I know I wasn't putting the work. I know the results weren't there. I was able to hide behind it because I'm such a tall guy. But then it's like you step on the scale, and that's what the results say you are. And when Mike McCarthy steps on the scale, and when the Cowboys step on the scale, guess what it says? It says frauds. It says they're not going to win a Super Bowl. It says that they're not going to get to an NFC title game. And I'm not only directing the blame to Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy isn't the only one that is a part of the problems of the drama Dallas choking Cowboys. You could equally blame Dak Prescott. You could blame that defense for everyone touting them for beating up on a bunch of crappy teams as being this great defense when you knew that they were just good and they weren't great. There's a lot of blame to go around. But when the coach tells me he's brought a championship culture and the farthest they have gone is in the second round of the playoffs, you're not close. You may think you're close. You may be thinking that you're close to breaking through, but you're not. I don't trust your quarterback. 
I don't trust your defense, and I don't trust the head coach. That's a problem. You needed someone to come in. And the Cowboys, they do have a foundation. It's not like this is a team that it's a total rebuild forever that comes in, but they need a new voice. And to punt this decision and to kick the can down the road and to bring McCarthy back, and he didn't get a contract extension, so for everything that we know now, he is going to be a lame duck coach. What are you expecting to change? What is going to change? Because I can guarantee you this. The Dallas Cowboys next year, it's going to be January. It's going to be January of 2025. We're going to be hosting a radio show here on CBS Sports Radio. And guess what we're going to be talking about? The Cowboys are going to have an embarrassing playoff defeat. That's just what's going to happen. Two out of the last three years. San Francisco 2022, he admitted they weren't ready. Then this year, up against an inferior Green Bay Packers team. They got punched in the mouth from the start, and they had no clue how to counter. And now, when you have a good team, but they still have a long ways to go to become a great team, this is the guy that you're going to double down on? This is the guy that you're going to put your, your, your poker chips on, and you think you're going to get a different outcome? When you have Bill Belichick, when you have Pete Carroll, when you have Jim Harbaugh available, come on, guys. It ain't going to work. This is not going to be a turnaround. This is not going to be successful. And I know we fire or we ask for a lot of coaches to get fired on this show, but I'm fair about it. I only do that when I think it's necessary. And when you look at the Cowboys, I will guarantee it. I've never been more confident about something in my life that next year we'll talk about them either tapping out in the wild card round or the divisional round. Because the Cowboys are telling you there isn't a problem. The Cowboys are telling you, oh, one year we're going to punch through. One year we're going to pull through and we're going to break through and we're going to get to the Super Bowl or we're going to get to an NFC title game. Well, guess what? I've been hearing that since 1995. I've been hearing that since I came out of the womb for crying out loud. Oh, yeah, it's going to be our year. Oh, the Cowboys are going to get it together. Oh, the Cowboys have 12, 13 wins. Oh, Tony Romo's going to lead him to an NFC title game. Oh, Dak Prescott's going to lead him to an NFC title game. Oh, Mike McCarthy's going to go here. Bill Parcells is going to do this. And what is it? Death, taxes, and Dallas disappointment in the postseason. Over and over and over again. Those are the three constants in life. And I'm not, with what I'm seeing right now from Mike McCarthy, and what the Cowboys did today and what the Jones family did and announced that he's coming back, expect the same endless cycle of incompetence. Well, they'll play the part. They'll look the part at sometimes during the regular season. Cowboys fans will infiltrate this show at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. They'll say, Zach, how about them Cowboys? Zach, oh, you're getting nervous. And I'll sit there, as I did all throughout this year, and I'll say, okay, yeah, maybe one week you'll be number two in the Zach Gilb Show power rankings. But when it actually matters, when the, the pressure heats up in intensity and you have to go win a big game in the playoffs and you have to do it consistently to get to the Super Bowl and NFC Championship game, the Cowboys will choke. Because you, you could always guarantee a Cowboys choke job is coming in January. So now the Cowboys kick the can down the road. We'll kick the can down the road as well, and we'll look forward 
to their next embarrassing playoff performance come January of 2025. It is Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio, so we know Bill Belichick will not be going to Dallas because the Cowboys are running back Mr. Championship culture, but not world championship culture, and Mike McCarthy as their HC. Bill Belichick has a second interview with the Atlanta Falcons. It's basically 28-3 to right now, and we'll make sure that the Falcons don't blow it in hiring Bill Belichick, but let's just assume Bill gets the job in Atlanta. Who should be Bill's quarterback? I have a name. We'll discuss and tell you who that name is when we return in five minutes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You can stream the NFL and Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local auto zone. Get in the zone, auto zone restrictions apply. Like when I whisper, I still think it's significantly louder than when most people are talking at a regular uh, pace. But just after hearing that rejoin played where I'm losing my mind, screaming and yelling, and then I practically just whispered a monologue for the last 15 minutes. I don't know about you, Samter. Maybe we'll do like once a week. I'll do like just a 15 minute chill out monologue Kind of like a zen moment. Because sometimes I do feel like I'm like an animal and like in a circus. And they're just like perform, perform, perform. And I have to yell. I have to go nuts. I have to go crazy. Should I make me the ringleader? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, there are there are some days where you you I feel like intentionally say things. Or you, you like to needle a little bit where you will say things that you know will set me off. And then you have like this devilish look in your eyes like, ah, see, I got gotcha. you. Um, but I do think that was very peaceful, the last 15 minutes of uh, radio. And and I think it was a, a different thing that I'm used to doing, and I feel pretty damn great about it. I don't know. Maybe I just have to have a stomach issue once uh, a week that will zap the energy out of me. Uh, Z- Zen Zach? Zen Zach. Zen Zach on CBS Sports Radio. Whisper Wednesdays? Whisper Wednesdays. <laughs> Hi, guys. This is Zach Gill. Now you're making it sound sexual. The palatial, <laughs> yet not overly ostentatious 
studios here at 345 Hudson Street. You can get at me at Instagram where I'm straight flexing or the cesspool of Twitter. Now I may call it X for the segment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, the Los Angeles Chargers are interviewing Mike Vrabel. Also, according to Ian Rappaport, the Chargers have completed an in-person interview with former Stanford coach David Shaw for their head coaching job. And I also read, I forget who the reporter was, Cliff Kingsbury is interviewing for the uh, vacant OC job uh, with the uh, Chicago Bears. So pretty much stamped right? That gives you the indication that Caleb Williams, where Cliff Kingsbury was at USC last year, is probably going to be the number one overall pick by the Chicago Bears, I, I would imagine. If he gets hired different uh, than maybe. Yeah. Being interviewed, not necessarily. I mean, he is a former NFL and college head coach. He is an offensive guru. Um, could I see Cliff Kingsbury being paired with Justin Fields? Sure. Doesn't necessarily. I mean, he spent a year with Caleb Williams and not Caleb Williams' best year. So if you're actually looking for Caleb Williams to be your quarterback, then maybe Cliff Kingsbury's not the guy you want. I do not think, and I've been a proponent, right, of the Bears should keep Justin Fields, they should get Marvin Harrison Jr., they should trade back in the draft a little bit, and they should acquire future resources. I've been of that mindset now for the last month, month and a half. Sometimes there's a conversation of what should happen and what will happen. And a lot of times you get in front of a microphone and say what should happen, people then often confuse you for saying that is what is going to happen, um, that what will happen. I do believe that the Bears should keep fields. I believe that they should trade back to two or three, get some future resources, and still get the best of both worlds and draft Marvin Harrison Jr. But with all that being said, I think ultimately the Chicago Bears, who've kind of alluded to it in press conferences if you kind of read what's in between the lines and see what's in between the lines that in all likelihood Justin Fields is going to get traded this offseason so with that being said Bill Belichick has now completed or is going to uh, interview for the second time with the Atlanta Falcons I still feel like that's more so Bill interviewing the Falcons and the Falcons interviewing him but I do believe that Belichick will get that job I will be surprised if Bill Belichick is not coaching the Atlanta Falcons next year, because where else is he going to go? Like, I I do believe the Chargers would be a great destination for him, but it doesn't appear like Belichick to the Chargers have picked up any steam whatsoever. So now you look at Atlanta, and Bill is a strange dude. Bill is a strange bird. And I think most people will be like, all right, Atlanta, you're never going to win a Super Bowl there. But Atlanta is a good destination. Like, their defense improved vastly last year under their first-year defensive coordinator, Ryan Nielsen. Then, you look at the offense, they have a lot of good players. Arthur Smith, who surprisingly is an offensive mind, just didn't know how to use them correctly. Like, I thought Drake London is a phenomenal is, uh, is a phenomenal player. He showed that at times this past year. How Kyle Pitts hasn't reached his potential this year, it doesn't really make sense so far in his young career because of how athletic he is. And I know how much people love to, to crap on Bill for the offensive problems the last few years at one Patriot place. But one thing Bill knows how to use is the tight ends. Like, we have seen that. Um, you know, I know he's a, a uh, trying to say a word that I probably can't say on the radio, a, a POS um, in Aaron Hernandez, who's no longer alive. But Bill, when Aaron Hernandez was on the field, saw something from an athleticism standpoint at that position that we've never seen before. And Gronk, right, when he got drafted, it was 
well, he always gets injured, all the work ethic concerns, and look what Rob Gronkowski turned out to be arguably the greatest tight, uh, tight end of all time. Martellus Bennett had some success uh, in New England as well for that one year with the football team. So I know it hasn't always been perfect with the tight ends, but Bill knows how to use the tight ends as well. So I would think just with Bill walking in, without knowing who his quarterback's going to be, and we'll get to that in just a second, that Bijan Robinson's going to vastly improve under Bill Belichick because Bill will hand him the ball 25 times a game, something that Arthur Smith, I still don't know what, why for the life of me, he didn't do. You still have Tyler Algier there, who is a really good underrated back in his last two years in the league. You got Drake London. You got Kyle Pitts. There's enough pieces there where if I picked, and I did pick, the Falcons to win the division last year before the season started that when you look into next year, like what are the things in, in the NFC that you're really confident about? Like the Bucs had a good year. It's not like the Bucs are unbeatable, even though they made it to the second round of the playoffs. The Carolina Panthers have a toxic owner and they're still many years away from turning it around. The Saints, oh geez. Did you hear Mickey Loomis the other day? He's trying to set up a path where Dennis Allen's going to be like the next Lombardi or Bill Walsh or, or Bill Belichick in this league. Like, don't get me wrong. Dennis Allen's not a horrible football coach, but I don't think anyone's going to believe that Dennis Allen is in uh, his next two, three years of, of being the head football coach of the Saints and even gets that far is going to end up the start and, and the beginnings and the origins of him being a pro football Hall of Famer. Like, pump the brakes a little bit, Mickey Loomis. So I look at that division as very attainable, very winnable, and if you could just find a game manager there and just let that guy be a game manager and feed off the run game with Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier and you you find a way to use the athleticism of Kyle Pitts and Drake London continues to emerge as a young budding star, you could win with the Falcons. Now, let me be clear because I want to be like Mike McCarthy. There's different standards of winning. Like for Atlanta, making the playoffs next year would be a winning successful season. I don't think Bill is going to win a Super Bowl with the Atlanta Falcons, but it's a solid foundation where he could go win nine or 10, maybe at most 11 games a year, as long as he hits on an average or an above average kind of quarterback. And I look at two names right away. Kirk Cousins is a free agent. I know a lot of people are probably going to say Kirk goes back to Minnesota and Minnesota kind of realized that this year, that life is better with Kirk than without Kirk, even though a lot of times when Kirk is the quarterback, of Minnesota that they complain about him. But with him hitting free agency, Atlanta could go make a run at him. And you put uh, Kirk Cousins with Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Tyler Algier, Bijan Robinson, and that young up-and-coming defense in Atlanta coached by Bill Belichick, that team would easily, easily be everyone's pick to win the NFC South next year. And if you can't get Kirk, and you maybe want to trade a second-round pick, because that's probably what would be the going rate with maybe uh, some conditions in it. And let's say that the Bears really do want to trade Justin Fields. I would love to see Justin Fields in Atlanta. A young quarterback that probably was more so, you know, got failed because of the poor system in Chicago. And Chicago's been ruining quarterbacks forever. You put Justin Fields with those weapons right away. And look, look what happened to Justin Fields this year. He resembled like someone that could be a quarterback when he got DJ Moore. You put him with those four names that I've mentioned. I would also pick the the Falcons next year to win the NFC South if they got Justin Fields. So for Bill, I don't believe that he's going to win a Super Bowl in Atlanta, but I do believe that there is enough there where he could consistently be above 500 
in Atlanta, be a be a playoff team, win that division in an NFC South that has real estate that is vacant right now, and it's waiting for someone to constantly rule that real estate, I do believe that Bill can take a, a firm control and can latch on to the NFC South and have success there. But you still got to get a quarterback because it's not Taylor Ham Heineke. It's not Desmond Ritter. But I'm not even saying swing for like the greatest names ever. I'm talking about Kirk Cousins and Justin Fields. I think both of those names are very attainable to go get this year inside the NFC South for the Atlanta Falcons. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let's go to David in Miami next up on CBS Sports Radio. Dave, what's shaking? Hey, what's going on, brother? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I, uh, I was just pointing yesterday when, when I tuned in and you, and you weren't on. Oh, uh, yeah. Know, I well, just, so I, I, was, I was curled up in a ball and I was sick. So, you know, even though I'm, I'm, I'm here I'm every day or almost today, every man. day, that happens. Yeah. I'm in the same boat today. I'm forced to go to work. Yeah, but um, I was disappointed with what you, what you feeling, guy, feeling Frank, whoever the hell, whoever he was. Uh, but anyway, um, why were you disappointed with him? I don't know, man. He 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 didn't have your personality. Well, I, I appreciate that, but Bart Winkler does a phenomenal job. I'm a big fan of Bart. I think you should show him a little more respect and call him Phil and Frank, Dave. <laughs> it's, it, it's like talking to my grandfather. But um, you have a fire uh, amongst you, which, which I prefer. But mm-hmm. I'm not trying try to talk bad about either one. Gotcha. But um, the thing is that the thing with Dallas, hopefully we put it to rest this week, but I'm, I'm sure it's going to linger. The thing with McCarthy is that he's a great yes man, and he could probably have that job to the day he dies, but Dallas fans should be used to it because after the switch to left, it's been downhill. So that's all I got, sir. You have a good day. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate you got it, Dave. Hopefully you feel better, too. I, I won't I won't crap on any of your coworkers or anything like that. That was a little bit of an awkward phone call now, but Dave's usually a good caller. Everyone's entitled to their own opinions, uh, but if you're going to you know compliment me, I, I, I do take those compliments uh, free of charge, no problem. But um, you don't have to diss other people when you, you compliment me. I, I disagree, though, that McCarthy could have that job until the day he dies, because if that was the case, the Cowboys would have extended him. To my knowledge, the Cowboys aren't going to extend him right now. Like That could change uh, at the end of the week. That could change next week. We could get that uh, news item come a few weeks from now, but from all things that I've read and all things I've heard, McCarthy's not getting an extension. So that's basically saying you better find a way to advance this thing forward this year. And if you don't, then you're going to be shown the door this time next year. And McCarthy's a good coach. Like, I'm not saying that McCarthy stinks and McCarthy's horrible, but it's all about time and place. And right now, if you want to move this thing forward with what I've seen two of the last three years in the postseason and, you know, just get him one victory up against the 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 uh, the lousy Bucks at the time, you know I'm not sitting here saying that this is the best guy for the job. There are better guys out there, especially with credentials that are superior than what Mike McCarthy has. And McCarthy's won a Super Bowl in this league, but Pete Carroll has better credentials. Jim Harbaugh, better credentials. Um, Bill Belichick, by far and away, better credentials. And I do believe those three guys could have put the Cowboys in a better position to move this thing forward. All right, it is Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. We'll take a timeout. We'll come on back with a Thursday Zach Gelb Show PSA. Update time first. Here is the act man, Rich Ackerman. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This portion of the show is sponsored by the new Hyundai Tucson, available with complimentary class-leading Blue Link Plus. Now it's easy to use your phone to control your Tucson. All righty, Zach Gelb Show, CBS Sports Radio. Last week we were going to do this, but then all hell broke loose in the uh, sports world with uh, Pete Carroll, then Nick Saban, then Bill Belichick. It was just one after another, after another, after another. And I think it was uh, our pal Delta Nine, Brian, who was like, it's a Thursday. Where's this Zach Gelb show PSA? And I was like, Brian, as much as I love you, I go, a day like this, we can't uh, do a Zach Gelb show PSA because we have to literally, when three legends, just one after another after another, have changes, uh, I would probably get fired if I didn't spend all three hours of the show talking about, in some order, Carol Sabin and then Bill Belichick. But let's get to, after a one week off, a Thursday, Zach Gelb Show PSA. Warning. 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 It's a Thursday. What do you have to say? It's the weekly Zach Gelb Show PSA. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. Hey. So I remember one of the more exciting football games I'd ever watched as a kid was in 2006. It was divisional round weekend. It was between the Patriots and the Chargers. The Chargers had a behemoth of a team. They were like 14-2 and coming off a bye. And uh, the Patriots walked into uh, Qualcomm Stadium, I believe it was, in San Diego when they were the San Diego Super Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. And the Chargers should have won the game. Tom Brady threw a pick. Troy Brown punched out the football. The Patriots ended up getting the football back. The Chargers had a chance at the end with a long field goal. I want to say it was Nate Kading who missed the kick. And after the game... The Patriot players mocked Sean Merriman. Sean Merriman, we know, friend of show. He does the famous lights out dance. And guys like Vince Wolfork, uh, Roosevelt Colvin, they were walking into the locker room. They were doing the lights out dance. And it led to this classic soundbite of LaDainian Tomlinson, LT, 
who was crying saying, you know, the Patriots are classless and it all starts with the, with the coach. It all starts with their coach. So I kind of said at the time, if you do a celebration like that, don't be surprised when it gets thrown back in your face. And I'm always a pro celebration guy when you don't end up being on the right side of the game and you're on the wrong side of the game and you end up losing. So we all know, right? Horns up, hook them. Well, anytime Texas loses, the other team, and it's low-hanging fruit, it's easy, they go, horns down. And it's something that's so innocuous. It's something that is not that big of a deal. And for whatever reason, when you are associated with Texas, people freak out. Players, coaches, previous conferences that they were a part of, they freak out when you do the horns down sign, which I don't get. Like, you're really going to get that annoyed when you go hook them with the horns up when someone basically goes horns down. It'll almost be like you say to a kid, like, nah, 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 nah. You do something like that. It's so trivial. It's so stupid. It's not a big deal. Well, Rodney Terry, who got the job last year when uh, Chris Beard had his situation off the court where he got fired, eventually resurfaced at Ole Miss. And Rodney Terry did a good job as the head coach of uh, Texas. And uh, from there, he got the job full-time. So this is his first full season as the uh, head coach with him taking over last year on an interim basis. So the Longhorns last night, they lose to UCF. And UCF, right as they're getting ready to do the post-game handshake line, which I always think is ridiculous. I don't need a post-game handshake line. They're doing the horns down. And Rodney Terry is saying, oh, that's classless, blah, blah, blah. Well, it didn't end there. Here is the coach of the Longhorns at the podium last night just basically getting really annoyed at the UCF program. Whether you win or lose, you win the right way. You lose the right way. You carry yourself the right way. You don't go through the handshake line or proud to get into the handshake line and have about six or seven guys putting the horns down. We don't do that, you know, because when you do those kind of things, it looks very classless, and it also looks like you were just hoping to win. So we don't act like that. You know, we expect to win. We don't jump up and down act like we won a national championship. We sure don't step on anyone's home court deal and act crazy and try to show them up in any way. We don't do that. But we're not going to let you act that way in our building. You're not going to do that. You're not going to put your horns down and do all that nonsense. You know, it's very ironic to me because Rodney Terry is lecturing a team on how to on how to celebrate and how to have class when you're winning. I think he's classless when they're losing. You're going to go basically tell another program that they're classless and they don't know how to win when you don't know how to lose. And you're going to get that sensitive and that annoyed and that hurt over such an innocuous horns down. Give me a break. So here's my PSA. When you are a coach that loses, you don't tell another team how they should celebrate. Take your ball Go home and then be better next time you face them on the court and win. You win, you could do what you want. You lose, you shut up, and you go home. That is my Thursday PSA. Samter? All right, so you... By the way, horns down! Horns down! Horns down! Hook him, baby. You know what? I, I think I'm going to adopt Texas next year. Uh, me, Quinn Ewers, and Arch Manning are going dancing together. <laughs> the start of the demise of Longhorns program. I can't wait. I can't wait till every SEC program starts doing horns down next year. Well, I'm going to flash a symbol to you. This right here. This is the fork for my ASU Sun Devils. Okay. All right. Last night, there was a little kerfuffle yes. 
against <laughs> UCLA. And after the game, my boy, my head coach, my favorite all-time college basketball player, and now the head coach of my Sun Devils, Bobby Hurley, was pissed off after the game. And then in his rant, talking about the refs and the free throws and the disparity, great. he whipped out this beautiful, beautiful gem. Some responsibility certainly lies with, with our need to in a heated game where I'm sure there's a lot of communication. And we're the bad guys. So say hello to the bad guys. You may never see a bad guy like us again. But that's who we were tonight. We were the bad guys. Now, if that line sounds familiar, it might remind you of Mr. Al Pacino in Scarface. <laughs> so say goodnight to the bad guy. <laughs> Last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again. Let me tell you. Yeah, the bad guys. So I love that. I love the proper, uh, wise, funny use of movie TV quotes. However, I hate, 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 hate when people overuse and unnecessarily drop quotes into every damn conversation. There was a point about eight to ten years ago where everybody, my wife is very nice, every You'll never convers- get this. No, 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 Right? It's funny when you drop it in every now and again. It's even better when you just kind of drop in a line that might be obscure and you don't look around for credit. It's not even part of humor. It's just part of the conversation. Great. When you just overly use movie mm-hmm. and TV quotes nonstop over and over and over because you have no original thought, no original use of your own quality words, vocabulary, or, or individuality, and you have to just constantly quote movies, then uh, get out of my face. I don't want to talk to you. So should I have introduced you in this segment by saying, say hello to my little friend now. Here's Mike Samter. I'm your very big friend. This is Big Mike <laughs> CBS. This is not Little Mike CBS. Sorry, you brought up a little Pacino. I, I thought I could go there. Hoo-ah! <laughs> that was a good one. I had no clue where you were going because I saw... I love how you try to make this as if it was like a positive thing for Arizona State when they lost the game last night to UCLA. And I was like, what did I miss that Samter is really going off of here? But then you tied it uh, together very nicely. I was listening to my boy Bobby Hurley and then I heard that line. I'm like, yeah. is that Scarface? I, so I had to go back to listen to Scarface. And I'm like, yes, he just randomly quoted Scarface in the middle of his rant without even like stopping, looking around. No notification, no uh, appreciate, nothing. Just let me just drop this in here and continue along I, ripping the ref. I also love how he started that press conference where he was like, you know, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to say, and then I'm not going to listen to anything you say, and I'm not going to answer anything you say, because I-, I can't say what I want to say. And then someone asked him a question, and he goes, did you, ju-? like, I, like, let's say the reporter's name was Mike. He was like, Mike, did you just not hear what I just said? It was it was awesome. I Bobby love Hurley the Hurley family. Bobby Hurley is a legend. All righty, Stu, what do you got? Yeah, real quickly. Uh, so I have friends that decide that when I don't respond within a certain amount of time, whether it's like 20 minutes, mm-hmm. maybe maybe it's an hour, yeah. maybe, maybe it's a couple hours, maybe I'm doing something, right? Uh, they feel the need that they have to double text me, triple text me, similar things. The be- exclamation yeah, emoji now. like, you know, it's like something, it's not even to me it's urgent. It's something that can wait. Mm-hmm. It's not urgent. It's like, what's your opinion on this trade that this team made or whatever? Like, just let me live my life. You don't have to, imme- I don't, you, need, you don't need my immediate opinion, my immediate answer. Like, I don't want to be on my phone for 20 hours a day. So, to my friends out there. Howard, uh, just, <laughs> just take it easy and, and let me be, and you know, let me live my life. I don't, you don't need to blow up my. Let's do be. Yes. Let it be. Let it be. 
Uh, Zach, I think you just opened up a book for us. You and I need to text him continuously, nonstop, oh, and just bug him and then get pissed off when he doesn't respond. You, you know what? I, I already knew this about Stu, that he, he lives with his girlfriend, but I know it even more because that's always a thing with, like, girls both ways. You, re you text them, they don't respond back right away, you think you're getting dumped, or you don't respond to them right away. It's like, oh. question mark, question mark, question mark. What are you doing? What's going wrong? Now Stu is in the stage of his life where he lives with his girlfriend. They have constant communication. Then now his friends basically give him the girlfriend yes, treatment on definitely, the emojis. Yes, definitely, 100%. Yeah, that exclamation uh, feature or the question mark feature is the most annoying thing. Uh, like, you got to give me a little grace period. You text me, whoever it is, and I don't respond to you right away. It probably means two things. One, I'm intentionally blowing you off, which is a case. Or two, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy doing something. It's not that crazy. All righty, this is Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. Very, very solid. Three for three showing of the Zach Gelb show PSA. We'll take a timeout. When we come on back, we already know the Cowboys are keeping Mike McCarthy. I think that's a big mistake. It also appears, nothing official yet, but with the way that the reporting is going, it appears that the Philadelphia Eagles, after starting the year 10-1, and and finishing the season with only 11 wins and going 1-6, putrid, awful, lethargic, pathetic, down the stretch, that they're going to be keeping Nick Sirianni. Yikes. Who's making the worst decision? Which decision is more damaging? Is it the Cowboys keeping Mike McCarthy or the appearance of the Eagles right now keeping Nick Sirianni as their head football coach. We'll jump into that conversation. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I think Samter just texted us in a group chat, and he said, Stu, you there? And then he sent 9,000 emojis. And uh, we now have about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 texts in the last 10 seconds <laughs> from Michael Sam. Where's Stu? Oh, boy, we're screwed. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 